0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Now, if you are a true day one fan of this podcast, then you know just by reading the title, you know what kind of episode this is, baby. I'm about to have some fun going in on Dorit's asses. Honestly, I just have fun talking about this episode of Beverly Hills. It was so chaotic. It was so good. Salt Lake City, of course, is firing on all cylinders, but I, have in the past, have named two episodes starting off with The Miss Education Of. And the first one was, I think, Luann back on Ebony, you know, when Ebony was a housewife and she acted real ignorant by kicking Ebony out of her house. That was a whole thing. And then I had to think, I'm like, I know I've named another one to miseducation of too. Who was it about? Chat. why was that one about Dorit too? I, Dorit, you you got to do better in 2024. It's 2023, so all hope is giving up on you. But try again next year at least, okay? Before y'all jump into this episode, drop down to the bottom of your screen or the top if you're on Spotify, and leave me a five star rating and review. You know we love those. It's your new episode of Reality and Comics Two. Let's do it. <laughs> you know i hate sleeping alone but you said that you would soon be home but baby that was a long time ago I'm not feeling it, I'm not Let's go, let's go, little kitty cat He don't want no more Let's go, little kitty cat He don't want no more Let's go, little kitty cat I wonder if that's what uh, Heather Gay was singing When she saw Whitney Kitty Cat Back when she was a a boudoir photographer Whatever the fuck that is Heather, what are you Heather, I got a bone to pick with you Cause you just popped up a millionaire With these damn clinics and stuff But we don't know nothing about this damn boudoir photography I I I got follow-up questions. I don't like how you just snuck that in the conversation and we just sort to pretend like you didn't say it and just move the hell on and go on to, to Monica and Meredith like you weren't a, a boudoir photographer, whatever the hell that did. Child. Y'all kill me. You was a, a, a bedroom picture taker is what you was. But I don't know how to hear you got that damn... I, y'all, y'all just be doing stuff. And you know what? If I could, I would too. <laughs> yeah, that's what this damn podcast is. Me just doing stuff. Hey, guys. Oh, my God. I had such a good day. It was so good. We had a little office party at work. It was like three hours. I got free gifts. They were the bomb. I lost the game, but that's okay. But it was fun. Free lunch. You know, I, I have to pack my meals and take it with me wherever I go. But they had veggies for me too. You know, I add veggies with my lunch and my dinner. So it it, it turned out good. It, 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 it was what I needed. It, to be okay it's a good time I'm finally feeling in the Christmas spirit and thank God because what well, Christmas is what uh, a day and a half away <laughs> I don't know what's going on I feel like 2023 just flew by like I I, I feel like I had just dude this is wild like this time last year I was like chewing up my deal with cloud 10 and all this kind of stuff my partnership and all this and and it's been a full year of working with them. That's uh, ridiculous. a ridiculous—a full year of episodes on this. A full year of amazing interviews, like with the Love Island people, and uh, uh, a child. You know who the Destiny from Love and Marriage Huntsville. Uh, uh, the cast of uh Ooch, and now me forgetting the name of the show. Look, they only had one season, okay? Leave me alone. Y'all know the damn show on Hulu where they was, you know, the peoples was talking and things. It was a good one, okay? Go back and watch it. <laughs> if you can figure out what the hell I'm talking about, go back and watch it, okay? um, It's been a good year. I can't, you know, I I, I can't... I, I won't complain. It's been a good year. You know, I've had hiccups, but they were my own personal hiccups. But as good as I'm doing right now, I won't even call them hiccups. They were just, how about learning lessons? How about life lessons? You know, learning experiences. How about that? Let's call them that. I'm, 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 I'm good right now. I'm in a good headspace. I had to get on here and talk about, well, I was, I, I was looking forward to talking about Salt Lake City, which I still am. But even more so, Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Listen, I'm loving it this season. They are knocking it out of the park for me. All that dark energy is gone. We still. I just. I'm. I'm just loving it. I can't wait to talk about this episode. As you can tell. I only titled the episodes this particular title when I really got to like kind of come and collect somebody, but I ain't got to do too much collecting because they, (laughs) when I tell you they took turns on Dorit's ass during this episode, Dorit has been catching strays all season long, but every stray she's caught, she has deserved it. So uh, Dorit, I don't feel bad for you, sis. Sorry, I don't. Before we get into that though, because I will talk about that and I got some things to say. I want to talk about Salt Lake City. I don't want to talk long. I just want to kind of go through the episode, talk about what's leading up to that finale cuz we're already at the finale. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. Salt Lake City, I don't I don't know if they've had a filler episode this season. I think they've been kind It's been kind of Beyoncé Renaissance. It's been a little no skip, okay? It's, it's been given no skip like each episode. I keep thinking back to that damn sound bath episode. I keep thinking back to the damn Palm Springs trip. I just need a, an appearance of Mary Cosby, maybe in a finale, but I'll be good. I'm ready for the reunion. I'm ready to see why I don't nobody like Monica ass no more, except Mary. See, do y'all think they gonna bring Mary back full time next season? I actually think friend of is the perfect role for her, but I think she might have to participate a little more next season because otherwise, Monica might not have no better to film with Chat, And you know, look. Look. Uh, Monica posted online. She said that, I think somebody had said, like, you saved the season. I can't wait to see what you give us next year or something like that. She said, or I might not come back. So, I don't know if she's just already trying to get that money, that that check for the next season. Or if her relationships are so bad with the rest of the cast that coming back might not be an option. And that we've seen that a lot of times on these shows. These other girls, we're seeing this actually on a show on Bravo right now called Married to Medicine. These girls don't see it for Quad no more. Quad don't talk to the girls during the off season. These girls have no connection with Quad, so they booted Quad's ass off that trip and we ain't seen her since. Sail on. Honey, where my damn sat? what my sad seasoning at? I ain't going to ask you no more, okay? I've been waiting on that set with it ain't even been a week yet. But I've been waiting on that sad seasoning for what feels like forever, okay? I'm um, don't don't make me mad, okay? I'm trying to put it on some chicken, see how it tastes. Put a little bit of my uh my uh red hot, I like that red hot dill pickle hot sauce. Oh my god. You can't, I I, I can never find it in stores, but my cousin put me on it and I ordered some from Amazon. It only comes like in a two pack, baby, let me tell you, let me tell you that red hot. I don't know if it's front. No, it's red hot. What is it? Hold on. you, You know what? Cause. I don't want to stir y'all wrong and tell y'all the wrong thing, especially if you want to uh, order you some. I might put I might put the link down in the bio or something so you can see it. I'm just fat like that. Where I'm the kind of person that be... uh. It's Frank's. Yeah, Frank's Red Hot and it's Dill Pickle. Ooh, that should be hidden, okay? See, they be having all the other flavors in the stores. Like, you, this shit, that don't know about it. Well, I, don't, I don't be wanting that shit. But the Dill Pickle one, if you like pickle, like, you know me, I love my favorite kind of chip. Let me tell you something. Before... I got my life together with this healthy eating and stuff, clean eating. I love to take me some uh, sour cream, not sour cream. What's it called? Uh, sour cream and onion. What's the dip? The damn dipping. I don't know. Y'all know what you dip chips in? The, the, the good one, okay? I used to love those flaming hot dill pickle chips, and you dip it off in there, baby. When I say thebomb.com. The bomb died everything, okay? That's neither here nor there. I don't know how the hell I got on this subject. Let's talk about the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So keep in mind, we're coming off the episode where they had that chaotic, it wasn't the, was it the pirate dinner? I don't know if it was the pirate dinner Or if it was just another one of uh, Monica's damn dinners. But it was the dinner where Heather and Monica got into a real bad because Heather felt like she was constantly being attacked about her sex life and her daughter's sex life. Like all this kind of stuff. So the episode opens with Heather actually inviting Monica for a walk. So they end up going up for a walk. Monica... (laughs) <laughs> that it, some stuff ought to just sound dumb coming out of your mouth, no matter who you are. Monica said, I know now not to ask you about your daughter's sex life. Riddle me this, and this might be a dumb question. I don't know, you know, may- maybe I'm the dumb one, you know. In what situation, no matter what the age is, and what what scenario is there where somebody would inquire about your child's sex life? Like, that's weird, right? And I get, because, like, you know, Monica is, you know, free spirited, you know, talks, you know, whatever. But, like, I feel like sometimes she plays so aloof that she doesn't understand, like, regular ass Emily Post decorum. Like, you don't even need em- Emily Post, ain't got to come nowhere into the equation. If you were right, well, you do, we. I was about to say if you were raised, <laughs> if you were raised by uh, a, a good parent, then. But we know Monica. Okay, Monica had to raise herself. You know what? I scr- scratch everything, Monica. I we forgive you, girl, because I was about to say as long as you were not dragged up and you was raised up. But child, with your mama, you you doing the best you can, okay? <laughs> then they talk about Meredith and that fake account, and Monica says. I don't think she'd do stuff like that i mean i would do stuff like that but not her and you know joking about it but listen my question is this and this go y'all go don't beat me up okay well beat me up a little bit but just make sure you give me five stars while you're doing it okay um my question is okay we all we we for the most part i think we all know we might find out something different in the finale they're alluding to a lot going on in this finale i don't know but Can we all agree that Meredith is behind this, right? I think let's just go with that premise for right now. I think anybody that that watches this show would just assume that. My question is, is Meredith being a nasty person or is she being someone that knows that Jen Shaw is gone and is doing everything she can to make sure that season four isn't their last season? I'm just asking, maybe she just hates Angie Kay that much that whether this is going to be the last season or not, she wants to embarrass her with all her might. That certainly could be the case. Maybe Meredith is saying, look, it falls on my shoulders now. <laughs> I'm the HBIC, and I need to make sure the girls are okay and that the girls get another season. Now, Meredith, you know delusion runs in your family, so I, you might have thought that shit for real, but I don't know. I'm just wondering because I feel like, you know, I watch these shows as both a fan and and as a producer most times, you know I'm a producer in my mind, okay? Call me Kendrick Giselle Brian Tucker, okay? G- Kendrick Giselle Jamal Brian Tucker. <laughs> Kendrick Giselle Jamal or Dor Grace Angel Brian Tucker, okay? Just call me. That. I'm kind of a ghost producer in my head. And in my mind... I'm like, okay, well, maybe Meredith keeps on digging shit up about people because she knows that Salt Lake City isn't necessarily top of the totem pole. Like, it's not an automatic you know, we tuning in on a Tuesday to watch y'all. We'll definitely watch the next day on Peacock, but y'all ain't just appointment viewing because we didn't know what y'all were gonna give this season. Now when you come back next season, you might be because you put up COVID numbers this season. No skips, baby. Y'all did the the season was seasoning, okay? Y'all were white people that knew how to use seasoning in your food. That's a that, that's a feat, okay? Let me stop y'all know I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Heather questions Meredith and Meredith, of course, denies everything, which leads her to having a conversation with Monica. Now, at this point, they are some damn boat or catamaran that Lisa has rented for today. She called it a yacht, but I don't know about that. They use the word yacht loosely on these shows. And so I, we, we, the jury's out on whether it was a yacht or not. How about that? It was dead. At one point, she said catamaran. We let's go with that. That that tracks for me. So we'll we'll call it a catamaran. That works fine for me. Uh, it led her to having a conversation with Monica, and of course they argue because they're having to put it all out there on the table, literally in front of everyone. And guess what? Everyone chimes in. Everyone, but Lisa. Lisa is more pissed than anybody. She is mad. Like, she set it off at the damn table at that last dinner, and she set it off again. She mad as hell. Just admit it, Meredith. If you just admit it, and you say you're sorry, we might forgive you, but otherwise, we can't. We're tired of it. We're sick of the shit. We're sick of you, man You know, going off and the Ooh, my damn. oh, <coughs> oh my voice. Meredith, I mean, Lisa, I don't know how you do this shit. My damn. Ooh. Like I scratched my throat. I don't know. <laughs> I got one of them vocal injuries, child to the uh, fake ass singles be pretending to have. Oh Lord. Uh she said, You've done it to me, you've done it to Whitney. This is your MO. And keep in mind, Whitney believed this shit too, because Whitney was in on it last year. She was one of the main ones helping Meredith put out push all this propaganda out there. So, I mean, look. Um Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what you want me to say, uh, Meredith? I, yeah. <laughs> Meredith, yeah. I mean, we're going to find out. I'm hoping maybe your name will get cleared next episode, Meredith. I don't know, but we'll, I'm going to stay tuned to find out because I really want to see what's going on with them. Even Angie, Angie K. got her little piece. She should have, though. It was all about her, but she got her little piece in the baby. Meredith was getting that ass kind of toe up. I ain't going to lie, Meredith. Meredith storms off and says, I'm getting really pissed off. Don't narrate me. Don't narrate me. See, look, I know Meredith line because that's the same shit I say when I get caught in a lie, okay? You will not assassinate my character. Whole time, my character is uh, Thanos. Whole time, my character is Vecna. Whole time, my character is one of them damn zombies from uh <laughs> The last of us. The whole time my character is Nate from Euphoria. Goddammit, it. Whole time. My character is, is Joffrey Baratheon. I'm just saying talking about don't assassinate my character, Char- character being the absolute damn garbage. But that's OK. When they finally get out the damn boat and head back to the house and get ready for dinner. Monica like visibly gets annoyed because after all of these screaming matches on the boat, Meredith and Lisa are sitting back there hugging. They taking selfies. They doing everything in the back of the Sprinter. Like it's too, it's too much, okay? Meredith is sharing that uh Miss Brooks. Cause shout out to Miss Brooks. Miss Brooks and got him a a Ford model contract. One of the ones they used to give out on Top Model. <laughs> I think Joanna House won one of them. I think Eva Marcel won one of them four contracts. I think, uh, 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 who was it? Naima won one of them damn contracts. Who won, who the fuck won after that? I think, who won the season? Was it Melrose? Rose? Not Melrose. Rose. I don't know. Danielle got her little piece. Of, McKay got her little piece of contract. Well, I can't remember no winners but them. That's all right, child. Y'all. Uh, 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 Celine. Not the girl name. one there. Damn Celine. Celeste. I don't know, child. The one that had that ugly ass mushroom haircut that Tyree gave her. Tyres do them motherfuckers wrong, baby. Wrong. But all that to say, all of this sets up for a contentious dinner because obviously she sees what's going on. Monica can see clearly now, okay? The rain is gone. At dinner, Heather at well after Heather brings up some damn story about... Because uh, Monica said her eye was hurting or something like that. Heather bring up some story about how she was cock-eyed. She had the cock-eyed stroke face for a while or whatever, she, whatever was on her damn Costco card. I don't know. She showed that Costco card. You, you're talking about your damn eye. What about every other body part on your face? You'd sit up there. You look like a whole new woman, Heather. But y'all... You all you know what? Well, y'all ignore a lot of facts on Salt Lake City. But you know what? Who am I to say anything? I thought... Heather actually looked... uh. Uh, shit, kind of cunty on that damn uh Costco card. She looked good. Shit, she should. I don't, you know what? I don't be talking about people's looks. Let me go on. She looked good as hell on that Costco card. I'm gonna say that. Um, basically, Monica brings up why Meredith is good with like how to say brings up like why she's like good with Lisa, but not good with her. Meredith says she's choosing to let it go and that they have this kind of like sister relationship where they might fight like cats and dogs. But then right after that, they're right back good again. Monica, none of that shit sit right with Monica. Like, why the fuck are you mad at me then? Monica doesn't get any resolution, but they decide to go turn up instead. Like, you know what? We actively ruined Monica's birthday last night by arguing about sex and everything else we can talk about. Let's just go turn up. Let's go to the bar. Let's go get us a little piece. Let's go get us a little piece of shot, a little uh, 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 drink. They was drinking like Sutton Garcelle and Erica was on this damn episode of Beverly Hills. They went and got them a little piece. And you can tell because Heather Gay was angry, drunk, pissed off, and mad. I missed what caused it. But somehow Whitney and Heather get into it at the bar. And I'm sorry, but I live for a Heather Gay meltdown, okay? Whitney brings up the fact that, like, Heather is on this trip being, like, really secretive and private about her sex life. But she mentions Whitney posing naked for a Justin photo shoot, I guess. Something when Heather was a, a boudoir photographer. We already talked about this shit. Boudoir. But when for were you? I, dude, I just need to know, like, when this was. Like, what time frame? What year was this? a boudoir photographer. Why did you just like, slip it in there? What year was it? How much money did you make? Was Whitney the only kitty cat you saw? Like, I need to know a couple of answers to some of these questions because I don't know what a, I don't know, I feel like if you're a boudoir photographer, like you work exclusively for Playboy. I don't know. I don't know what it is because I ain't never heard of it, but y'all know these housewives. They good for making up shit, so. I don't know. If you a boudoir photographer, rate me five stars. Give me five star rating and review, and drop in the comments and tell me what you do as a boudoir photographer. Like, are you just, like, are you a photographer? Like, did she just throw an extra word on there, boudoir, instead of bedroom, to make it sound fancy? Like, is she exclusively taking pictures in a bedroom? Like, I, I just need to know. You know I always need a little context clues when I'm talking about this kind of stuff. I need a couple of context clues. I just, I don't know. Anyway it it kind of comes across as if Whitney was implying that the reason Heather's book was a bestseller was because she's talking about her in it. And Heather flipped the fuck out, and you know, y'all know she like to put hands on Whitney, okay? <laughs> that lady likes to put hands on Whitney, okay? I don't know if she swung on her ass or what happened, but something happened to make Whitney's shoe come off. She followed her outside, and this is we get like that... Uh, Whitney, you know, had been rehearsing this moment for weeks in the mirror. She wanted to have her nice little uh vacation fight moment. Heather went trying to hear that shit. The producer and Heather walked the hell off. They across the road looking for calves, trying to be quiet. Heather said you can stay, but don't talk to me, bitch. They said, okay then that's fine. I'm just trying to I can't let you walk up on your own legally, so let me just it will be I right. I know that's right. I'm glad Jody the uh producer stayed with your ass, cause now what if you had wandered off? You were a a strange damn country, and them people can't find your ass no more. All right, Heather, do what you do, baby, but watch my shoes. Let's go on to Beverly Hills because this is really what I want to talk about. Let's go on to Beverly Hills. Listen, y'all know I'm on my health and wellness journey. Thank you to the few of you on the compliments who noticed that my face is giving slam, okay? (laughs) Well, look, I cannot do it alone. Along with my personal trainer, I need some quick and easy wins in the kitchen. That's where my friends over at Green Chef come in. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating clean, with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. You don't have to lose track of healthy eating habits during the holidays. Every Green Chef customer gets a free session with their registered dietitian, who can walk you through how to make clean eating work for you. Green Chef delivers everything you need to eat clean the easy way this December. Nourish your body with chef-crafted, nutritionist-approved recipes, packed with clean ingredients that support your healthy lifestyle, and taste great too. Now y'all know I can throw down in the kitchen. I mean, after all, I'm from the South. But just because I can cook elaborate meals with many dishes doesn't mean I always have the time or the calories to spare. Eat clean the delicious way this December with flavor-packed recipes like butter, lemon, garlic, shrimp, harissa, apricot, chicken, maple, butter, squash, risotto, and my personal favorite, the sriracha tamari beef bowls. The last time my package from Green Chef arrived, I made a meal for both me and my sister before we settled in to watch the Real Housewives curse and scream at each other. We both cleaned our bowls. Ooh, we made those sriracha tamari beef bowls. I might've licked the bowl too, but just keep that between us, okay? The amount of time that I saved and the amount of flavor packed into the meal felt like cheating, but eating clean has never been so easy. Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh. And with a wide array of meal plans to choose from, there's something for everybody. I love switching between the brands and now my listeners can enjoy both brands at a discount right with me. Go to greenchef.com slash 60 comics and use code 60 comics to get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. Again, go to greenchef.com slash 60 comics and use code 60 comics to get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. Before I even get into the most important stuff of the episode, let me just say this We see Sudden going on a damn date. Now, look, Sudden, that man was a good man, okay? He might be a little quirky, he might be a little bit boring, he might talk about himself a lot, but that was a good man, okay? They listen, the older women. They used to, the standards used to be a lot lower back in the day. They used to say, as long as the man ain't hitting you, keep him. See, you ain't got to abide by that. That man was nice. That man, he had money because he was in the same dating service as you was. You could have gave that man a chance. Let me find out your ass out here being picky with them cat sweaters on. See, that's the problem. You putting them damn uh, cat sweaters and dog sweaters and uh, uh, two turtle dove sweaters on. And then you ask if they're mad because you can't get a second date. Now, see... That should have been the man you invited to fly halfway across the country with you. Don't look like he doing shit else. He could have flew with you. He could have went to the opening of the American Ballet or whatever the hell you said the other man didn't want to do because you scared the hell out of him after one damn date. Now sudden, see, I ain't got no sympathy for you no more, sis. I ain't got no sympathy for you no more. Because nah. Nah. Now you're sitting up here playing with our faces. We now know you don't want no damn relationship. You just don't want to necessarily be alone and you want some good jug. <laughs> and I ain't at you. you deserve some good jug. But to get the good jug, you got to not be so damn picky, okay? You got to try some things out to figure out if the jug is good, okay? Son, that's all the advice I'm going to give you because the rest of my advice is not free. So let's move the hell on. And Marie and Dorit go over Kyle's house and discuss son's esophagus all over again. Child, they apparently never really understood her condition, but they let it ride out. Okay, they just let it ride. they like, okay. At first, she told us, "Well, I gotta chew my food up real good and you know, real fine, so I can swallow it." Then next year was, "Well, I just, I just don't eat meat." Look, let me tell y'all something. I got friends like this. Okay, I'll never understand if they, they, they vegan uh pescatarian keto lesbian i you 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 never know okay i don't know if they died includes fish or if it don't something okay that was a graphic joke let me stop <laughs> but then they switch up and start talking about kyle wait a little more alluding a little more foreshadowing talking about kyle talking about how we witnessed on one of the episodes uh i think it might have been before the dinner party from hell but i might have been before that but um, how she gave Morgan a tattoo of the letter K. Now, Dorit didn't know nothing about this. Dorit didn't know nothing about the new TV show that Kyle's on. She didn't know about any of this. So they're all wondering if Kyle and Morgan are kitty clicking or box bumping or what the hell they're doing or if they're just actually close friends. Dorit just knows that she's been replaced, okay? Sorry, Dorit. And you got a lot more replacing to get done once we do with your ass after this episode, Okay. Erica, Garcelle, and Sudden meet up for drinks. I kind of like Erica hanging out with this group of girls, okay? Everything that we can do to, like, dismantle the Fox Force 5, the evil Fox Force, the foxes, the foxes that go to hell is amazing to me, okay? I'm all for it. Garcelle actually surprised Erica with sudden and they actually like really got along during this. It's fun seeing those two get along whenever they do. And then it's fun seeing these three actually like hang out. I wish Crystal could have been a part of this, seeing all four of them, uh, you know, interacting. Cause you know, apparently like her Garcelle and sudden have a really close relationship now. And I think we don't see nearly enough of that on camera. And I would love to see more of that, but I don't know. And how successful we'll be in getting that, so let me mind my business, okay? Garcelle surprised her, sudden walks in, and somehow Denise Richards comes up and they find out that them titty pictures on OnlyFans are only seven dollars. Now, Denise, you posed in them Calvin Klein jeans or them Calvin Canai's or whatever the hell they were for millions. Hell, you were married to Charlie Sheen for more than that seven dollars, Denise. Denise, please, okay? And then you gotta split that with your daughter? Oh, no thank you. See, I love this scene because this group was actually really fun. They got drunk. They showed all the times they were ordering these leachy ass martinis. They shaded each other. It was all good fun, okay? I'm here for this, and I need more scenes with this group because they kinda giving it to me, okay? They kinda giving it to me. Let's talk about the elephant in the room, okay? Would you purchase a membership to your friend's OnlyFans page to see them busting it wide open. See, obviously they wouldn't know about the situation, okay? So it's just like you in a dark room, your phone, your credit card. Would you purchase a membership to your friend's OnlyFans page? Even if you're just supporting them, just giving them their $10 a month, whatever the case it is. Listen, I... 10 trillion 100 million 85 four thousand. I a million percent would okay, and I don't apologize. Let me tell you that. I have a friend who oh let's see, I'm telling my business. I have a friend that I've been friends with since college. When that motherfucker started like suddenly posting his OnlyFan page on his Instagram, and keep in mind, he doesn't have an ounce of fat on his bones, just pure muscle. I immediately put my card on file and I bought a membership for a month, okay? And let me say this, that motherfucker nasty, okay? Nasty. And keep this in mind, too. It's not like I haven't seen them naked before. Like, we're, you know, guys, the showers are open, it's college. Seeing your friends naked is like an everyday occurrence. It wasn't, like, a thing at all. Especially if you're, like, in a huge frat house or on a sports team, like, anything like that. But seeing their pink sausage on photo is totally different. See, it, it's in different areas. It just is, okay? Now, do I still have a membership? No, because it's boring as fuck, okay? <laughs> and low-key kind of pricey. Like, no, that's too damn much. Ain't about who you ain't Denise Richards. But, hell, Denise Richards only charging $7, so you get with the Denise Richards prices, as a matter of fact. If I'm subscribed to your OnlyFans, you better be, you know what, Oh, we see. he was about to get real reckless on this damn podcast. Okay, let me let me let me move on to the next subject. I already told too much of my business. That person already knows because I told. I was like, I saw your stuff. You nasty. They were like, shit. I know I'm nasty. Hey, you still got a membership now, nah, bitch? give my motherfucking money back. As a matter of fact, <laughs> give me my ducats, okay? Nasty self. Uh, before I get to Taco Tuesday, why is Nia or Nia, whichever her name, I forgot how to pronounce it, but why is she not a housewife? Like, when casting this show, they should look exclusively in Crystal's friend group. Like, clearly, that's where the money is. That's where the, the girls are, the it girls. Like, y'all need to be looking over there. Like, this is Bill Burr's wife. She's a amazing combo. She fits right in. Give me more of her, please, okay? I need more of her throughout the season. I need her to be filming. She needs at least, if nothing else, be an official friend of next season so we can get a little piece of her. Now, I don't know if Bill Burr gonna go for that shit. He might buy her out of that contract. I don't know, but how much is Bill Burr worth, y'all? Think, hold on. Not me searching how much is damn man worth. Hold on. Net worth 2023. Let me see. Okay, they said around 14 million. We can make that work for Beverly Hills? We can make that work for beverly hills he make about six million annually we can we can make that work for beverly hills okay you can afford all the trips you can host the ladies at a, a little piece of function all oh, that that. see that's what i'm talking about okay we need naya to be a full-time housewife next season and i won't accept anything less okay crystals taco tuesday now to prepare for this. Garcelle has already kind of tipped off Denise Richards about the OnlyFan conversation and how it might come up. And, you know, she always tipping somebody off to give them a little head start. She's like, look, the girls, they don't see it for you no more. They might have to dig in that ass. So you need to be ready. And one thing about Denise Richards, she's never ready. It's tragic. Um, But the first confrontation that we actually get is Nia, who needs to be a housewife brought up Magic Mike, and somehow someone didn't have a good time there. Now look, this was all drummed up early in the episode by Dorit. They were talking about Magic Mike. She said how Sutton didn't have a good time and all this kind of stuff, so now she got her kind of doing the study. And of course, see, this all drummed up by Dorit, after she had talked about Crystal Star and shit. You see how that worked? Housewives are always calling out other housewives for the same shit that they do, and we love it, okay? (laughs) This is why we watch. We love hypocrites arguing about hypocrites being hypocrites. See, I love that kind of shit. But in the midst of all of this mess, Dorit brings up sudden making out with her driver, and a full-on meltdown ensues. We get another one of those repetitive sudden moments. Well, why'd you bring it up? Why'd you bring it up? Why'd you bring it up? Well, why'd you bring it up? Name them. Name them. Name them. The whole damn time. All I know is Crystal's friends were getting their whole life having a front row seat to this mess. Front row seat to housewives mess. See, this must be, I feel like this has to be the equivalent of like being an extra in the background of love and hip hop. Because if you see Jocelyn Hernandez and Mimi Faust walking to a restaurant to have a conversation, you know a bottle about to get thrown. So you just over there looking like, okay, which which way you think it's coming? You think it's coming from over there? Oh, okay, so you think, ah! And then you got to duck down because the bottle come flying. That, that's that got to be what it's like. It's like you don't want the bottle to hit you, but also like you know this is a part of history. So you happy. You happy about that. You just a part, you want to be a part of the uh, the, the national... <laughs> <laughs> you want to be a part of Bravo Con, okay? That's what the hell it is. What's funniest about all of this, though, is the fact that we're once again seeing that Dorit and Garcelle really don't like each other. That's just bottom line. They really don't like each other. And Dorit is getting to the point where she's actively saying that Garcelle should stop pretending to like her. Like, she's basically saying, like, okay, I know you don't like me. Just, like, stop pretending so we can just go ahead and call this thing a thing. And shut up, Dorit, okay? (laughs) What pissed me off, though, about this conversation is that Dorit, Starts using dog whistles like you're attacking me when Garcelle didn't raise her voice, one doing no hand movements in her face, one doing nothing, no no neck rolling, which I'm sure Dorit was expecting because she only knows the stereotypical black woman from TV and don't know shit else in real life. Except her mama's black. You know what? Let me. St- <laughs> I just hate all this. Garcelle didn't raise her voice. She didn't do none of that. Like nothing. So Dorit, or not Dorit, Garcelle fought fire with fire, and she called that lady privilege. Child, crystal eyes got so damn big when they said that. Crystal ass was looking. She looked like she was about to shit her pants. These people were having a Jim Crow Civil War right in her damn living room. Rob one nowhere around. Uh, Mickey Mouse ass went there. Like they didn't know what the hell to do in this damn living room, okay? And Garcia had had it, okay. Dorit and Garcia both had it out, and it took Erica Jane, Erica Jane of all people to explain why Dorit shouldn't be using the word attack. And she explained it so well that Dorit finally caught on, but why couldn't you catch it when De- Garcelle said it, because you're not stupid, Dorit, you knew exactly what she was alluding to. You know exactly what Garcelle was saying, and you knew exactly why she didn't want to explain it to you. Because it shouldn't be her damn job to constantly explain to you why shit is offensive that you do, Dorit. Like, how often do we have to have this conversation with you, Dorit? Really? How often do we have to have this conversation with you? I'm curious as to. <laughs> We're going to have to keep having this conversation with Dari because she the one that brought up her damn mama's uh, black best friend when they were talking about a race on this damn show a few seasons ago. So, Dari will forever be dense, but you know what? What else do we expect at this point? I'm curious as to where they go from here, though, because Garcet... Garcelle kind of g- g- gagged the fuck out of the reed. And Crystal's friends didn't even laugh at that point. They were ticked at everything else. But at this point, they were like, ooh. I, <laughs> they were like, let me shut the hell up before my ass catch a piece, too. I don't want I don't want none, Garcelle. I'm sorry. I don't want none fancy. I don't want none. I'll make the pie. Who pie is this? It's my auntie pie. My auntie Helen pie. No, they don't want none of that Garcelle. I don't blame them. Shit, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Look. Dorit was so damn flustered by being gagged and gooped by Garcelle, she looked <laughs> and looked and looked and looked around the room and finally found another minority in the room to land on. She said, well, bitch, take two. Clack, clack. Let me see if I uh, if I do better coming for your ass. Crystal, it's your turn, baby. Dorit want to know why y'all keep saying that she says sudden was a drunkard, but sudden interrupts and gives one of the most one of the oddest speeches we've ever heard. She kept saying the word accomplishment. You're back there and I'll be up here looking back at you. I'm so successful. we I don't know where this speech came from. Like this was in our work like a dog. Day and night living off a of coffee from a pot none of you want to touch. Like she had her own hidden figure speech. I don't know where this speech came from, but I was thoroughly, when I say thoroughly entertained, I was thoroughly entertained, okay? Gooped and gizagged. Gooped and zagged. okay? Let me tell you something. After this uh damn being left speechless once again <laughs> for the second time tonight, Dore said, Bitch, give me out the hot seat. Let's make this about Erica and Denise. Let me make them fight instead. And baby, they took off. But goddamn, uh Dorita been attacked so much, she she get, she let she, look, she like, look, okay. PK is here. I ain't seen him. Like, I don't know where the hell he been, but PK is here. I'm going to go argue with him about these damn kids. I, y- 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 y'all can keep this shit. I ain't going to keep coming around here and y'all beating the hell up on me, okay? I'm getting the fuck out of here. Child, Dorit made her exit, and, and now we had Erica and Denise center stage. Ooh, Denise is still mad about Erica implying, girl, implying that her kids have had threesomes. And Erica tries, you know, she still, I think Lent is over at this point, so she don't have to be nice anymore. She still, regardless, tries to calm it down. She's like, well, you know what? She apologizes, and she's already apologized at uh, Kyle's house, but she keeps going, and, you know, she doesn't understand why she's mad and all this kind of stuff. When Denise cuts off Erica, Erica said, well, your oldest daughter is on OnlyFans. She said, you don't think she knows about threesomes? Oop, oop. And then accidentally later, she said, well, who's more profitable? You, Denise, or Sammy, your daughter? Oop, oop, oop. Bitch, let me tell you something. I'm not going to lie. E- Erica kind of chewed, okay? I don't know if she ate, but she, she she chewed that plate up, okay? She chewed that food so good that she could swallow it with her small esophagus, okay? she Erica kind of chewed that scene up. She ate a little bit. I ain't going to lie on her. Erica may have sat down for a five-course meal. I'm not going to... I ain't going to tell you no lie. Erica has... Ooh, I don't know if I want to say this yet. I don't know if I'm ready to say it. Erica has kind of won me back. I know. I know. Orphans and widows, orphans and widows. Like, no. But she's kind of won me back, y'all. Like... Tom is the real villain in the story. And Erica might've won me back by being a villain of her own. Cause she's just, she's so good at being a villain. And it's just, I don't know, but let me tell you what the, the worst part of all this is. And then I'm gonna get the hell out of here. Dorit, as a preview of tonight's episode, posted a picture of herself dressed in like the, you know, nineties runway model the shirt or whatever she had on and posted a caption on Instagram that said, sitting in my sitting alone but it was in my bubble or something like that. Imply like basically what Garcelle said to her. Dorit, that's not a flex. I don't know where you be getting off thinking that you really be flexing on people or that this shit really be cute. But Dorit, your miseducation is just oh boy. It's just go be what it's go be, apparently. Like, you don't give a damn. Why should we give a damn? Because you clearly don't. So, Doreen, stay ignorant. I mean, maybe your blatant, you know, I won't say that. Maybe your blatant, blatant ignorism will... Ignorism. Not me calling somebody ignorant, but saying ignorism. You're... Blatant ignorance might make for good television at least and at least we get to see Garcia wrap your ass up every time you get ignorant So if that's the case then damn it I'll take it y'all that's all I got. I'll be back on Monday Christmas with a special holiday episode. I can't wait for y'all to hear it. It's very ignorant very chaotic and it'll be fun. I'm been Kendrick and I'll see ya! You sat through that entire episode? Well, aren't you special? You deserve a treat. Why don't you head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review for free? Need to contact me? Email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast at realitycomics2, that's T-O-O. Reality and Comics 2 is a Cloud 10 and iHeartMedia podcast